Hello, my friend. Welcome back to another episode of Shining Through. In 2018, my fourth son was born with an aversion to animal protein. At just three months old, he would be up six to seven times a night in pain, just arching his back and screaming and crying. And we didn't know why we had these sleepless nights. After multiple doctors and tests and honestly personal revelation that God helped open the doors to know what was going on, we realized that the frequent occurrences of his blue lips were not because he had respiratory issues, but because he was coping with the pain of his ballooning stomach that couldn't process animal protein. And when we figured this out, I did what any mother would do. I stopped feeding him animal protein. But that also meant that because I was nursing him, I also had to stop too. That meant no meat, no fish, no eggs, no ranch dressing, no cheese, no milk, no ice cream, and especially no cream cheese wontons, which were my comfort food at the time. Anything that was from an animal was off the table. And let me tell you, my friend, it was one of the hardest things that I had ever done. And it completely changed how I cooked. The metaphor I use is it's like if somebody comes and says, you can't color with coloring books and crayons anymore. And they take them away and they hand you a blank canvas and oil paints and say, make it look good. This is what it felt like to be in my kitchen when I transitioned to a completely plant-based diet. And can I tell you, I was terrible at it at first. I cried so many nights at how awful things tasted and my children did their fair share of crying. My mother lived with us at this time and there was even a moment where I looked at her and said, mom, you have to stop talking about my cooking right now or you can't live here anymore because it just was so hard to make this transition. But this struggle that I had ended up becoming one of my favorite creative outlets. I now love to cook so much more than I ever did. That's why I love the metaphor of crayons versus oil paints, because yeah, you can make a coloring book look pretty, but you can create a masterpiece with a canvas and oil paints. It's a completely different experience. And so many of us experience this when we transition from trauma to healing. It's like somebody takes all the things we know about our life and all of the things we believe about ourselves and hands us a new playbook and says, this is a better way. And it's really hard at the beginning to figure out how to actually implement it and how do you use these different pieces and put them together to make something that's actually enjoyable or authentic to you. And it can be a really hard learning process. But once you start learning it, once you start getting the hang of it and finding your own creative ways to have that healthy lifestyle, that healing, it's so much more fulfilling. And that's the reason why my family still eats a mostly plant-based diet. Even though my youngest son is now four and can process animal protein, we've chosen this improved lifestyle. Because I know that it has so much to give. But let me tell you, my friend, I am far from perfect at it. We do not always eat a clean diet. It is unsustainable to think that every meal that I feed my family is completely 
whole food. I tried it when we first started eating this way. I gave it a good solid eight months of only eating whole food plant-based products. And it was so draining to try and be perfect at it. It wasn't sustainable. And I wanted to just give up because I had it so strenuously focused on only doing what was quote unquote healthy. And once I started giving myself more room to figure out what did work for my family, then it became more natural and sustainable. It truly became healthier, even though I'm not now doing it the 100% healthiest way. And I have a confession for you. Last week was definitely one of those moments where I didn't fit in the quote-unquote healthy. I had a trauma that I was trying to process, and I expected it to be just a few-day thing and then it'd be over, but no, it was multiple weeks. And as I've been trying to process it, I had a pretty low down one day. It was the first time I'd gone back to exercise since my body had gone through this trauma. I was trying to get myself to go through a Pilates class. I just felt my whole body wanting to curl up in the fetal position and just fight and resist trying to move forward. And when I left, I knew that I needed to heal some of whatever energy was stuck in my body. So I reached out to my sister-in-law who helps people process emotions professionally. And I sent her a message and said, hey, I really feel energy stuck in my body. Do you have time and space to help me process it tonight? And I didn't hear back from her. So I started driving home, but I just knew I couldn't go home yet. And I parked in a parking lot and just cried and cried. And then I had a moment where I thought, you know, I have a good friend who's also really good at holding space. And so I reached out to her texted and called, didn't hear anything back, and drove myself to her house. I thought, I'm just going to go and see if I can get a hug. Well, I got there, and there were cars in front of her house. I could tell that she had company. I felt like, come on, God, you know I've been trying so hard to move forward, and I've been feeling in a depressive slump, and I just need someone to help me. And so I sat and waited for about 10 minutes. Surely this friend's company would leave, or my sister-in-law would call. But it didn't happen. I felt so deflated. But I turned my car on and just started driving. And then the idea popped into my head. Cream, cheese, wontons. That was the only answer that would work right now. I don't care if I'm emotionally eating. I don't care if my body hates dairy. I need wontons. And I drove to the place that I hadn't been in four years, to emotionally eat some cream cheese wonton. And as I pulled into the parking lot, my phone rang. And I looked at my phone, and it was my sister-in-law. And I have to tell you that I was mad. In that moment, I didn't want to be emotionally responsible. I didn't want to process my stuff. And I feel like I was caught with my hand in a cookie jar. But I answered the phone, and I told her as much. I said, I am actually about to walk in and buy some cream cheese wontons because I feel awful and I've had a really, really hard past few days. And I know that it's not great for my body and that emotionally eating is not healthy, but this is all I can think about right now. And she said something to me that made me burst out laughing. She said, oh, don't you worry, hon. I just had two donuts. And we just 
laughed and laughed and laughed. And we talked for probably two hours while eating donuts and wontons. Yes, I did go in and get some wontons. But we just sat and talked and said, it's okay to be human. It's okay that both of us help people process feelings that sometimes we just need a donut or two or some cream cheese wontons. That it's okay to be human. But moments like these are moments that we often shame ourselves because we know better, right? We know that this isn't helpful, that this is crayons, this isn't oil paints, this is where we used to be. And we feel kind of all or nothing and stuck around it like, oh, am I back there again? Why am I here again? I shouldn't be doing this. This is so back to the old version of who I used to be. But then we think negatively about ourselves. We shame ourselves and we feel bad for the donuts and the wontons or the ice cream or the romance novels, the social media, the shopping spree, whatever unhealthy indulgence it is that makes you want to shame yourself. But then think, oh, I'm such a hypocrite. And it's true that there's a fine line between being a hypocrite and being human. We're so afraid of giving ourselves an inch because we think we're going to take a mile. And so we shame ourselves and overcorrect to be controlling to make sure that we don't get here again. But that's not the only way. It's okay to have human moments. We all want our crayons sometimes, even though we know how to oil paint. But why do we choose them? Because crayons are easier and they give you that instant satisfaction that sometimes you need when you're in a place of grief and struggle or exhaustion or overwhelm the day-to-day life of being on this fallen planet can you give yourself grace in those moments god has offered that grace to help your humanity He has not said that you have to be a robot. He has not said that if you know how to create something beautiful, you can't ever mess up. It has to be perfect. He said he sent his son to perfect your imperfect offering. That is grace. That is why in that moment that I was crying and laughing and sharing with my sister-in-law, what it truly came down to in that conversation was that we can't always hold it, and we're not supposed to. It's not our job. It's his. The Savior of the world holds the humanity, and he holds it with more grace than you can ever do it. So accept his grace. Allow your humanity and stop making it an even bigger negative cycle by shaming yourself and calling yourself a hypocrite. Now, there is hypocrisy in the world where people disconnect from what they really believe and they pretend to be something they're not. You are trying your hardest to move forward to use the gifts and tools God has taught you and brought into your life to create healing and move forward and share your light with others. You are trying every day to do your best and sometimes it's not enough. Sometimes 
It's crayons. But it's okay, my friend. It doesn't always have to be perfect, even if you know better, because he can help you become better. That is the atonement of Jesus Christ. And it's okay that you have to use it, even if there's some other price tags along the way, like my headache for two days after eating those cream cheese wontons. But can I tell you, I don't regret it. I needed that human moment to give myself the permission to be struggling. My friend, let the lessons you've learned, the tools you've gained, your metaphorical oil paints, let them bring peace and healing and joy to your life, not shame when you get in your moments of weakness. Shame doesn't help. It's not all or nothing. Give yourself grace for the human moments because he has all the grace for your humanity too. That's why he came. He is perfect, so you don't have to be. Pick yourself back up, laugh about your humanity, and move forward with faith. I'm practicing that this week because my offering has been far from perfect. But he loves me right where I'm at. And he loves you too. You are doing way better than you think you are, my friend. It's okay to be human. Have a blessed day. Healing is possible. If you feel stuck on your healing journey, you do not have to stay there. I've created an empowering quiz that helps you know exactly why you're stuck, what phase you're at in your healing journey, and gives you three simple things you can do right now to help you move forward. All you have to do is go to thelightcoach.com slash quiz and take this free five-minute quiz. I promise it will help you move forward and create that life of peace, hope, courage, and joy that you want to live. It simply starts by taking a quiz and seeing what's possible. I can't wait to see what you create next.